What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I am on TikTok way too much, but I have said that before, and I will continue to say it again until the Lord delivers me from that, okay? Hello, everyone. Long time no chat. Welcome back to Down the Pipeline Podcast. I am your host, Danielle, aka Danny Do It All. I am so glad to be back here with you today. I got a word for you today. I am so excited to share. If you could not tell by the um by my voice, right? Or do I always sound like this? Y'all can be honest with me. Am I always doing too much? Or no. Um, but welcome back to the podcast, y'all. It's been a couple weeks since I've been with you guys. Your girl has been in a funk. You know, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, God has been good because I mean, like I said a couple weeks ago, he is the he is the same God on the mountaintop as he is in the valley. But your girl has been in the valley. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, it happens to the best of us, okay? It happens to the best of us. But I am glad to be back here with you. I am so blessed to have your ear just for the few minutes that I do have them. Um, again, this is Down the Pipeline podcast where we take rhema and we turn it into revelation. Just as it says in Romans 10 and 17, now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I am again, <laughs> I am again, Danielle. I am a financial educator and a faith coach based here in Dallas, Texas, where it is um, 111 degrees on a good day. You hear me? It's hot. <laughs> okay. It's hot. So make sure y'all pay attention and pay attention good. Uh, so y'all don't have to experience this, um, eternally. You hear me? Um, but anywho, we're going to get into something today, um, that the Lord dropped on me. He's been kind of like brewing me and, and getting me ready for this word for a couple weeks now. Um, because I've been having, I've, I have had dreams in the past, the, the recent past, but I've had dreams in the past of roller coasters. Now, just, just track with me, okay? <laughs> I have had dreams about roller coasters, but the roller coasters, now, I and I was riding the roller coasters, right? And side note, I love roller coasters. Like, I love to scream at the top of my lungs. I love, like, that feeling where your stomach drops. I just think it's so much fun. But in my dreams, I was having, um, I was on, riding these roller coasters. <clears throat> but <laughs> as I would get ready to go on the drop or as I was getting ready to go like around the little curve that a lot of roller coasters have in them, parts of the, the, the roller coaster track were missing. Okay, let that sink in for a couple seconds. Part of the roller coaster tracks were missing. So I would also have these dreams where um, kind of along the same lines, I was driving down a road and I was just, you know, driving, minding my little happy business. And um, so I'm sure in other states, but in Texas, we have these like roads that, you know, they overlap and then one's really, really, really high and then it goes at a curve and then it takes you all the way to like another highway or something like that. <clears throat> So I would be driving on this road, um, on this ramp rather, and a, a piece of it would be missing. A piece of it would be missing, but I'm in the car. I'm driving on the road actively. Like I'm not looking at it. I'm on it. Okay. So I asked my pastor and um, he said, you know, well, the Holy Spirit is kind of telling me that it has something to do with preparation. You know, you're about to 
go on a journey or you're about to go on an adventure or you're about to embark on something and, you know, you may not be very well prepared for it. So I immediately took that back to God. And now this was months ago. Now this was like February, I think. And I took that back to God and I was like, all right, Lord, well, how do you want me to prepare? Like, what do you want me to prepare for? What do you want me to do? Crickets. I heard nothing. (laughs) Okay. I heard nothing. Now that could have been for a number of reasons. Either I did not do what God told me to do last or God was just, you know, giving me bits and pieces. Like that was a piece of the puzzle, me going to my pastor and asking him to, you know, um, help me interpret this dream, these dreams. But, um, God in his infinite wisdom and just being so sovereign and so loving and so kind, he brought this word of preparation back to, um, back to my spirit when I was in, um, my quiet time. Uh, this morning. So I want to share with you guys what he shared with me. And he shared with me today that preparation is paramount. Preparation is paramount. Preparation is paramount. Now y'all know I love um, definitions. And I am just going to, let's see. All right. So I just looked up the, um, the definition of paramount and I'm doing, I'm I'm kicking it old school today. I got my notebook in front of me. I got my paper Bible in front of me. Usually I write my notes like, um, on my computer, but today, you know, I just wasn't really feeling that. I got a couple bullet points for y'all and we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it like that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, but paramount, the definition is more important than anything else. That's the definition of paramount. It means, Uh, having supreme power it means more important than anything else or supreme so God told me this morning that preparation is paramount and um he led me to a passage that I have actually discussed here with you guys on the pipeline podcast before um on an episode I think it's episode eight where it's um and it's called something about digging digging ditches um Um, impossible ditches. That's what it is. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So I already discussed this, this passage, but my God, if the word of God is not alive and sharper than a two edged sword, do you hear me? He brought me back to that passage. It is literally y'all. I think it's one of my favorite passages in the entire Bible. I don't know why that thing hits me like it does, but it is so good to me. Um, so Second Kings chapter three, honestly, you can just read the whole chapter three, um, <clears throat> but you can read the whole chapter three, but it's just so good. It just talks about, um, preparation and obedience. So I have, um, again, just a couple of points that I want to make with you here. I'm not going to be before you long, but I do want to read just a couple of uh, scriptures from that passage. So, um, second Kings chapter three, verse 15 through 17. Okay. Second Kings chapter three, verses 15 through 17. Um, And I'm reading the Christian Standard Bible. It says, now bring me a musician. This is the prophet Elisha. Now bring me a musician. While the musician played, 
the Lord's hand came on Elisha. Verse 16. Then he said, this is what the Lord says. Dig ditch after ditch in this valley. And verse 17 says, for the Lord says, you will not see wind or rain, but this valley will be filled with water and you will drink you and your cattle and your animals. Verse 18, give you a little bonus. Verse 18 says, this is easy in the Lord's sight. I freaking love that. Okay. I freaking love it. Um, this is easy in the Lord's sight. And you know what? We're just going to go, um, to verse 19 too. I'm going to read verse 19 too. Second Kings chapter three, verse 19 says, then you will attack every fortified city and every choice city. You will cut down every good tree and stop up every spring. You will ruin every good piece of land with stones. Okay. I'm going to read two, a couple more verses. All right, still in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 22. When they, this is talking about the Moabites. These were the people that Elisha was against, okay? These are not the Israelites that, um, this is, this, these people that I'm talking about now in verses 22 and 23 are not the Israelites that um, Elisha was giving the word of the Lord to. These were the people he was giving the word of the Lord against, okay? So verse 22 says, when they got up, they being the Moabites, when they got up early in the morning, the sun was shining on the water. This is the water that the Lord said that we wouldn't see wind, we wouldn't see rain, but the valley would be filled with water. The, uh, the sun was shining on the water and the Moabites saw that the water looked like blood. Verse 23, this is blood. They exclaimed, the kings have crossed swords and their men have killed one another. So to the spoil, Moab. <laughs> That's what it says. So to the spoil, Moab. So it's a lot. It's a lot in that passage. And I just, oh, my God, I just love that. It's so good. <laughs> so it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so good. Like, whoa, okay, let me calm down. All right, so preparation is paramount. You have no idea. What's on the other side of your obedience and or your preparation? You have no idea. You have no idea. Okay, listen to me. So, this is so good. Okay, let me, let me, let me get my, let me get myself together. Because <clears throat> I'm finna start, get up, start shouting. So, the Israelites, now, you have to understand in the context, the Israelites were tired. The Israelites were, had been marching. They were marching to this war, and they were tired. Their cattle and their, their horses, and everybody was just tired, okay? We, you, girl, we're tired. I'm thirsty. Hey, I'm thirsty, okay? The Bible says that they took an indirect route. They took an indirect route for seven days. So they went out of their way for seven days. And for seven days, they had no water. They had no water for the army, no water for the animals with them, no water for anybody. So what does the word of the Lord say? To dig ditches. God, I'm tired. No, I don't want to dig these ditches. Now, me, Danielle, you know, before... I realized that me just doing it God's way is easiest and best and best. 
I would have said, Lord, what's going to happen if I do these, if I dig these ditches? Because I am tired. I don't have no energy. What am I supposed to, how dig ditches? It's, it's, well, I'm in the desert. Why would I dig a ditch? Like, it's no rain coming. How am I supposed to dig a ditch? Y'all, that is like one little thing. God asks us to do like such sometimes rather sometimes he asks us to do such random things right and we're like ah what just do it just do it and hear me by the spirit of the lord just do it and i'm talking to me too honestly just do it you have no idea what's on the other side you have no idea what's on the side what's on the other side and he commanded the israelites to dig these ditches and, you know, he was really gracious in, in this uh, passage because he said, you won't see wind, you won't see rain, uh, but I promise you it's going to be filled with water. Sometimes God doesn't even give us that much. <laughs> Sometimes God doesn't even give us that much. He just says, dig the ditches. And I'll, it, it will be like, what? Dig the ditches, y'all. Dig the ditches. Write the vision. Make it plain. Create the business plan. Open the accounts. Dig the ditches. Pre prepare. Prepare, 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 like, okay, so, and then, and then that just opens up the door, y'all, for God to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that you can ask or imagine according to the power that works in you. If you've not, if you're obedient, the Holy Spirit has full reign, uh, full reign to work his power, to work his power. If we're disobedient, his power is stifled. Do y'all understand that? Do y'all understand that? Because if we walk by the flesh, my flesh would say, I don't want to dig these ditches. I'm tired and I'm thirsty and I have no energy. But the spirit of the living God told them to dig the ditches. So if they obey or walk by the spirit, the spirit gave them life in the form of water. And that was the power that was working. That was the power that was working, y'all. This is so good. I'm telling y'all, one little thing, one little act of obedience, just dig the ditches. Just write the, just, just write the, write, write one chapter of the book. Just, just, just do one, one portion of the course. Just dig the ditches. I don't care if nobody likes your posts. I don't care if nobody listens to your podcast. I don't care if nobody watches your YouTube video. Did I tell you to do it? Then that should be enough, says the Lord. That should be enough. And while you're digging the ditch and in your mind, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. God said do it, so I'm going to do it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what it's going to bring. I don't know what it's going to bring up. I don't know what it's going to turn into. But if God said do it, I'm going to do it. Meanwhile, God has already, I'm telling you. Okay, so look. All right. God, meanwhile, God is, is doing 50, 11 different things. To make it seem like you did so much more. That's why you've heard people say, maybe even me say, let God put his super on your natural. The natural part of their um, obedience was them digging the ditches. That was the natural part. God's super was him sending no wind, no rain. What do you mean? There's going to be water, but there's no rain. God, he sent, he had no wind, no rain. 
but the valley was filled with water. And not even that, y'all. So when I said that when you, you're digging your ditches and meanwhile God is doing a, a, an infinite number of things to make it seem like you did much more listen to me when i when i when i went over this passage again god told me um a couple different things that he was doing that he had done that he had prepared just because israel was going to obey him so when israel dug their ditches number one god provided water slash refreshment, slash strength, slash rejuvenation. That's what the water is, right? The water quickens. The water gives life. The water gives refreshing. The water gives um, a, a, a smooth passage, right? That's what water brings. So he provided all of these things because Israel dug the ditch. Because Israel dug the ditch, he gave them a whole battle plan in verses 18 and 9, in verses um. 18 and 19, 18 says, this is easy in the Lord's sight. He will also hand Moab over to you. Verse 19 says, and this is before they even dug the ditch. This is, uh, verse 19 says, then you will attack every fortified, you will. Come on, this is the God, this is the creator of heaven and earth telling you what you will do. Not what you might do, not what you could do, not what you may do, what you will do. Then you will attack every fortified city and every choice city. You will cut down every good tree and stop up every spring. You will ruin every good piece of land with stones. That's the Lord talking. That's Jehovah. That's Elohim. That's El Elyon talking to these people. The same God talks to us. Number three, he confused the enemy all because Israel dug the ditch. All because Israel dug the ditch, y'all. He confused the enemy and sent them basically rushing into a suicide mission. And that's verses 22 and 23. Remember, verses 22 and 23 says that the Moabites thought that the water looked like blood. And they said that, oh, yes, the Israelites turned the swords on each other. So let's go forward and attack. So they literally went into the camp of their enemy thinking that they were about to pick up some spoils, but they ain't pick up nothing but death, okay? Verse 24 says, however, come on now, however, when the Moabites attacked, uh, came to Israel's camp, the Israelites attacked them. So Israel went into the land attacking the Moabites. They destroyed the cities. They cut down uh, every good tree. They stopped up every spring, and um, they just attacked it. They ravaged it. They ravaged it all because they obeyed that one little instruction from the Lord to dig the ditch, to prepare, to prepare. The victory was built into the battle. The victory was built into the battle. The victory was built into the battle. That is so good. And the really crazy part is that our part um, seems so hard and impossible, right? How hard would it be to not even just dig one ditch when you're thirsty, when you've been wandering around a desert for seven days, no water, but he told them to fill the valley with ditches. But the really hard part belongs to God. And it's easy to him. It's easy to him. He said, verse 18, but this is a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He said he flexed on us. He flexed on them. And he said, baby, this ain't nothing. 
This ain't nothing. I created the earth and everything you see in six days and still took a day off. This is nothing to send a little rain your way. Baby, I got you. That's the same thing God is saying to us. My God, God is so good, y'all. God is so good. So I just implore you to read um, 2 Kings uh, chapter 3. And um, I'm going to talk about chapter 4 next week. And we're going to do a part 2 to this because it's, you know, it's been 20 minutes. And I just kind of want to give y'all something, a little, a little something, something to chew on. But my God, I love that story. It is so good. Some things God will not reveal to you until you do what you're supposed to do. Until you do what you're supposed to do. So do what he says, y'all. Get before him. That's what I had to do this morning. And honestly, I'm going to be real with y'all. It's been a while since I had just really just got before God. Again, I have been in a valley season, a valley season, a valley, a valley, a valley, a valley season. But... I'm coming out of it. I'm coming. I, I am out of it in Jesus mighty name. I am out of it. So this morning when I sat before the Lord, I just was I just submitted my entire being to him. I yielded to the power of the Holy Ghost. I yielded. I wanted to hear his voice. I said, Lord, I'm not going to pray unless you tell me to pray. I'm not going to speak unless you tell me to speak. I'm not going to read a verse, God, until you tell me to read a verse. And I put on some prophetic worship music. Just like Elisha did, basically that's what it was. It was prophetic worship because Elisha's a, pro a, a prophet and he called his minstrel. So it was prophetic worship. And I just sat quiet. I focused on my breathing. I, I, I uh, rebuked um, the spirit of distraction. And I just focused on God. I just focused on God. I didn't say anything. I didn't, I didn't ask anything. I didn't thank, I didn't even thank for any, thank him for anything. I was just, I just sat and was quiet and he began to speak and it, 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 it was just beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So if you don't already have a set quiet time, um, with God, um, I'm single. I don't have any children. I work from home and um, so I took an hour. I took an hour mid-morning and um, it was beautiful. But if you can only have, you know, 25, 20 minutes uh, first thing in the morning before the rest of your house wakes up, do that. Do that because he will speak. He's going to honor. He's going to honor your seek. For real. He's going to honor your seek. So I implore you to get before the Lord. I really am going to ask you guys to read Second Kings and just kind of... Um, Let's chat on social media um, at Down the Pipeline Pod or my personal Instagram at Danny Do It All E N T, um, and let's and sh tell me what what Second Kings chapter three said to you about preparing, about obedience, about how sovereign God is, about the supernatural. Like, what did it say to you? I want to know. So let's chat. Um, on social media. Let's be friends. Um, make sure you save this. Make sure you, I mean, because um, I'm, I'm not doing a video for YouTube with this one. So <laughs> I'm just doing an audio recording, the audio podcast. But make sure you uh, leave a review. Make sure you rate the podcast. Letting me know how it helped you, if it helped you. Um, and make sure that you get before the Lord and just seek him for yourself. He's definitely worth it. So I pray this blessed you because it absolutely blessed me. And I will see you next week. Bye.